This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. It is the awesome cast. It's time to get geeky, get awesome. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ready to get geeky with you. Katie is on assignment hugging a plush Animal Crossing bear of some sort. Uh, <laughs> from what I understand, uh, no, Katie has, uh, has uh, some other duties, I believe fan duties, um, um, is so uh, out of state or whatnot. I think this is the traveling week for her, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so uh, we, but don't worry, we got plenty of awesomers to go around. First of all, uh, the one uh, usual awesomer on the show from Studio D, no, Studio C in the big D of Dormont, PA, uh, it is John Chichilla. How you doing, sir? Good, how are you? Of course, our gadget guru from Big Bank International, Esquire. Yes. <laughs> I feel very, I feel very dark. I, I usually, I don't know if I normally wear a dark shirt, but I feel very dark. <laughs> You're fine. You got a lot of okay. bright colors going on over there and, and stuff. Oh, and I also have you duplicated in the corner. We'll take care of that right now. So that goes away. Um, but uh, also back with us, another tech dude. <laughs> uh, another tech dude. Uh, Ron Krause, Crazy Krause is back with us. Hello. How are you? And I just realized, Sean, we match. I have a black Perfect. shirt on also. Oh, look at so. you guys. I, I wore the bright, uh, the, 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 oh, okay, brighter for me. It's a whole gray shirt. But <laughs> that's, uh, I, I definitely go dark usually. But uh, thank you. Hey, good, good to have you back, good sir. Yeah, it's great to be here. It was it what was, a week, huh? It was tech. one of those weeks where the news said, "Oh no, Kraus needs to come back for this one." Yeah, yeah, because sure. I realized you were doing all the things I'm doing, and we'll get into that uh, game pass and everything else like that later in the show. After our well, maybe probably a little bit during our awesome things. But in the meantime, please go check out everything at awesomecast.com. Please subscribe to the Awesome Cast on your favorite podcast player and device, not device on your on your device, wherever it is. I mean, I guess it's a device. It could be the the Echo. It can be your phone i don't know maybe you download it to your ipads ipod still uh but anyways uh you can email us at, at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com if you're interested in any uh comments or advertising opportunities about the show tweet us at awesomecast and hit up the awesomecast facebook page and group a lot of great stories throughout the week including ones that you guys actually share with us over at the awesomecast group you can be part of that and also give a shout out to our partners at uh, the405media.com and postindustrial.com have been sharing uh, what's going on with the pay- with the awesome cast to their audiences. And we really do appreciate that. And you can be our audience live for the show here. Uh, we haven't opened up the studio just yet. But in the meantime, you can definitely uh, do that over on the awesome cast Facebook page. Uh, the YouTube page for the Awesome Cast and the Sorgatron Media Twitch page, where the Awesome Cast goes live on all of those platforms at 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. So we appreciate everybody that does jump jump in there, and uh, we are trying to keep an eye on all three of the chat rooms, and uh, you guys can uh, be a part of the show that way and let us know what we're what you're liking, what your opinion on things, where we're what we're getting wrong, whatever the case may be. And thank you to our Patreon supporters over at Patreon.com/slash/AwesomeCast. You are supporting the show. Thank you so much for your uh march payments that just came through here 
uh, or I guess April pay. I don't know if it's from the past month or the current upcoming month. I, I can't remember if it's a pre or post pay when it comes to Patreon. <laughs> Either way, it came through. Thank you very much. It's going to seriously help uh, a lot of things going on here around the studio uh, and keeps things rolling. It's a, it's a part of that that goes into the kitty to keep the lights on. Uh, so uh, thank you to our friends at the Coffee Club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky, and Scott McTaggart of the Pitchworks Podcast. And thank you to our friends at the Fan of the Show level, Michael Fedor, pghmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill with his podcast, and Dave Podner of the iPhoneography Podcast. You guys support the show, too, at patreon.com slash awesomecast. You do get some Patreon uh, additional stuff. I, I, we're going to talk about it on here, but there was even more talk, initial thoughts on Game Pass, uh, Outriders, uh, uh, TV subscriptions, uh, uh, you know, things like that uh, here on the pre-show that we're going to put on on Patreon uh, sometime this week. So we do appreciate and you get a little bit of extra content. It looks like you guys have been watching it too, so we appreciate everybody that is dropping in there on the Patreon. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. And in, um, um, not memory, in, 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 uh, in, in the fill of the Dutter's hole that's in our hearts right now. Uh, Chilla, I'm going to start with you because you're going to talk so, about Amiibos, actually. So mine's a bit of a callback to last week. Okay. When we were talking about um, the scarcity of the cards for Animal Crossing. And I think the night, not that night after, right after the show, but the next day, um, I caught wind of, hey, did you realize that the majority of the Amiibo bins are floating around out on the internet and you can buy blank nfc um stickers oh, wait. and you can upload pretty much any amiibo um, oh. so the what the first thing on the list because this is like two two things you need in addition to um, the uh, the amiibo files um, there are, and you can get different ones. These are the ones that came recommended to me. And I found out over the weekend that this is what my brother-in-law also purchased. Um, it is the, what is the name of those? The NFC stickers? Tagmo? Yeah, the Tagmo. Or no, I'm sorry. They're, they're actually NTAG 215s. Okay. Um, the Tagmo and Placebo are the iOS applications. Okay. Um, and what the, what this allows you to do, and there's a couple different kits that you can get. Um, they actually have a starter kit that has, um, stickers and coins. Um, so if you want to put your sticker in a coin, I've actually seen some interesting things on the interwebs where people are taking their 3d printer and they're making some kind of cool coin case for the actual coin thing and then they're actually selling it as like a amiibo ripoff which i thought was kind of funny um but these allow you to upload any nfc info to the tags um i've seen some the 215s and i think the 225s um <clears throat> but these these are it's just a starter kit runs you a whole you can spend anywhere between like seven and thirteen dollars. If you need fifty of these things, it's going to run you about eight, almost nineteen bucks. Wow! Um, so and the, so it's a low, it's a low bar to get into this uh, financially, a, at least. 
it's a low bar to get into it, but I have a feeling that Animal Crossing has sent the NF blank NFC tag world into a tailspin because much like those cards, there the scarcity of blank NFC tags is also on the rise. Oh no. Um because a lot of people are doing this to the point where if you look at the second thing on the list, which mm-hmm. complements the uh N215 tags, <laughs> there is actually an app called I'm guessing it's Ally, A-L-L-Y. Um, collect and back up your amiibos. Feels like Ally, um, but it could be wrong. It allows you to scan, back up, and restore um, amiibos, and you can also use it to write out. Because, of course, if you can back it up, Gentex. you can share it. Exactly. Mm. So a good and idea, but... It's it's interesting, too, and I'm not going to give... I don't think... I'm not. I'm not a big proponent of piracy um that i viewed this more as a learning exercise Mm -hmm. but so i'm not going to give you where you go download all the other stuff um obviously you could clone someone's information it was interesting though when i was looking through some online artifacts where people were backing I've never used the amiibo other than to unlock something special in a game, but I guess you can store like your character on there hmm. with like its stats hmm. for certain games. Is this a web-based thing, or is it? A, it can't be uploading it into the NFC. It's taking the NFC and somewhere it's registering. This is what this means, right? Like, no, no, it's writing to the NFC. Oh, really? That, Those oh. tags are writable. They're oh, blank. See, I thought so. To me, I thought NFC was like. I don't know. I guess I kind of imagine it like a QR code that here's the information, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it was static. But you're telling me that it's actually a writable, like not a draw. Yeah, like a drive, I guess, sort of. A very yeah, but you have, yeah, and you, you have to get special tags. Like I'm guessing the NFC in the amiibo are right protected or whatever. Like you're okay. not changing. Well, right. I don't know. No, no, no. Because like I said, I think in some ver- in some games like Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. you could upload your information into that. And I thought the point of it was to kind of be able to take your character to another person's house like way back in the like in the Nintendo Wii days. <laughs> um but people actually have published like their high end, high powered characters. So you, if you know, if you kind of know where to look, you can also download those, and then write them to an NFC tag, and then you have like these super powerful characters in different games. I'm, I also wouldn't be surprised if someone has figured out like, hey, I can go in with a hex editor and change this number, and it mm-hmm. quadruples my hit points or or attack power or whatever. But I, I just thought it was interesting that all this text out there, and the other side of me is like hmm while different companies sell different nfc tags for putting around your house to you know you scan your phone on it and it turns on a light or it identifies you as you and then does something yeah um i was thinking about the same thing from the nfc tag perspective if i can write information to them and use like put one on the back of my phone that has all of my data 
like my name, my phone number, all of that kind of stuff. And then I can use it kind of as a business card. We've seen those business cards that are NFC capable. Right. I'm wondering how you also do those types of formats. I mean, the applications for this are endless. So definitely check out the, the Alley for iOS, not to, to be confused with Ally Bank. So if you, if you search the app store for A-L-L-Y, mm. um, the, you're going to get a bunch of bank information. <laughs> um, if you look for A-L-L-Y NFC or A-L-L-Y Amiibo, um, whatever, <clears throat> you can find the app pretty quick. It does come at a cost. I think it's like $4. Yes. So over um, on, it, uh, did you mention the website already over at uh, ally.ninja? Ninja. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, you can get a .ninja. Wait, I need, I'm going to get everything .ninja. I don't care what it costs. Uh, no, it says one-off purchase, four ninety nine, and there's actually a link to the app uh, in the App Store. So I um I, I feel like Nintendo is probably catching wind of this. I, I cannot be I mean, as litigious as they are. Um, I imagine sooner or later there's going to be some kind of question mark on something like this. So, but we'll see. We'll see. And, and hopefully well, uh, yeah, get it while you can <laughs> if you're going to do it. It seems like with some of these, you kind of need like a. I, I could see them getting rid of the ones that are for going after the amiibos, but I think there will always be an underground way to do this, just based on some of the things I've been yeah. reading. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're actually going to be able to eradicate it, but you can definitely kind of try to prevent and go after some of this. Absolutely. Hey, I don't know if you guys saw Amanda's uh, comment in the chat, but. Uh... She said there's a Pittsburgh restaurant using NFC tags so you can view the menu. Nice. I've seen I've seen a, a lot of with QR codes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen a lot of QR codes too, but that's cool. I'd like to see how they implement that. I'd love to I'd love to do an exploration on that. Maybe we can you know, it'd be cool to um you know, I've seen I've seen like QR codes. Well, I see I when we get stuff from lensrentals.com, uh there's usually a little like a little QR code on there and I'm sure that's how they track inventory when it comes in and out, right? And pieces and everything like that. Everything we're like down to the like the SD cards have them. Like I'd be curious if uh, NFC would be something to do something similar with again uh, equipment tracking, things like that, uh for something like here or our friends that work hard that deal with equipment um um renting and borrowing all the time. Like it feels like a you know a pretty applicable case. So Hey, I want to get um, let's let's keep it technical for a minute. We're gonna uh, bridge this a little bit and come back to video games with uh with Ron here uh, momentarily. But and I actually changed mine up. I was gonna bring something old in, but I realized after something that I posted today that actually this really kind of applies here. So, um, John, you talk about VPNs and virtual machines and stuff, and a lot of times it's got my head spin. But I finally dipped my toe into it. Um, I think I've used a VPN before for one thing or another, but I, um, so, so as you know, we've, we've talked about a little bit on here about how Peacock kind of took over the contract for WWE. WWE network went off the air as of Sunday. Uh, you cannot subscribe to it. You have to subscribe to Peacock, right? And, um, a lot of wrestling fans, WWE fans are not happy about this because while it is a cheaper endeavor, the stuff that we've been enjoying for the last seven years and that building of the catalog they've done of old stuff like wrestling. I grew up on on Sunday morning, like the syndicated show from the late 80s, early 90s is on there. Right. And then, and then the same stuff for the same era for WCW or here's Smoky Mountain Wrestling or here's the ECW stuff. 
And Peacock, like, uh, you know, doesn't even have every pay-per-view, which was something they touted when they even launched this thing seven years ago, right? So it's just it's just, it's it's just a mess right now, and not good. It's a second-class citizen on another platform. It's not good for American wrestling fans that are uh, WWE fans. Let's 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 qualify that. But that's in the U- U.S. In other countries, the WWE Network still exists as it has always exists. It still carries on in this weird alternative universe. So I explored VPNs, uh, Chilla. <laughs> so, um, so, so you could, so you could. It was not a VPN in the fact like you want to get back to your house, but VPN in yeah. the fact like you want to. Yes, this is of course hide your identity. <laughs> I, I, yes, it'll be like, hi, I'm completely in England. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> And and I, I researched, and that I can tell this is not illegal. This is uh, potentially against the ser- terms of service for whatever you sign up for. Uh, if I start logging into Canada and stuff for, for Netflix, um, not that I heard they do it too much, but they could, if they start detecting there's a VPN or strange behavior with their logins, they can be like, yeah, you just logged in in Canada and then America and then this and that and the other thing. Like they can, I mean, worst case, they delete your account, right? So there's that. I mean, there's a little bit of risk if you decide to start kind of poking at a lot of these things, uh, which generally in the long run, you use a different email address and you sign back up, right? <laughs> so, um, but uh, so, so I was playing with, I was playing with it and uh, I wanted to do a demonstration video for the wrestling fans on our YouTube channel. And I, I used ExpressVPN. I hear about it every week on, on the Twit network and, and everything that I rec- they recommended, it sounded like a lot of other VPNs do not work specifically with WWE network. Like they'll detect them, um, but this is one of the best ones. It's like thirteen bucks a month, but you can get down to eight something if you buy for like six months or a year. Um, and I needed it for business anyways because I'm gonna start traveling and I'm gonna try to be a little safer. And, and when I'm in hotels, use VPNs and things like that. That say I'm in America, by the way. Uh, so, um, and and Chilla, I'm amazed how easy it is to use because I'm like, oh, there's this. It's probably like a big like. How's this gonna work on the phone? I forget that things actually integrate with iOS now. <laughs> in, a, in a better basis because I thought it was going to be like you download the app and you have to do everything through that app kind of thing. Um, I downloaded it to my Mac. You turn it on. The biggest thing is you had to clear cookies because it still kept coming up every time, no matter what country you're in. Like, hey, go to Peacock to sign up kind of thing. But so you have to clear cookies so it, it clears whatever American cookies that you had that say that. Um, and it's literally um, when it's cool to, it's cool to watch when you're on an app and i experienced this going to thailand and i you know queued up netflix and like the lineup looked different than i was used to here right um but it's more profound because if you go into the the wwe app and all it is is and there it is that's the app and the the app on the um uh, mac looks the same it's just a big button (laughs) that says i'm connected so i'll just go ahead and connect there boom connected to uh docklands uk and uh, I can pull up the WWE app and I get everything that I enjoyed. Now, you know, granted, this is now costing you uh, well over $20, $25 in order to do. But if I, I see this as a Band-Aid, if you really want to watch that stuff for whatever reason and you're not happy with the Peacock situation, um, I would not recommend doing it this way to watch like WrestleMania or something. But for like, you know, kind of that back catalog, if that's the thing you want to do, I would go for it. Um, and uh, 
it's it's it, it to me it feels like a band-aid until they say by SummerSlam, um all that content will, should be back on peacock but of course there's you know are they deleting stuff and things like that you know there's like the the content thing and i will point out something that they said that uh peacock took out there was a match between rowdy roddy piper um and bad news brown that is does not hold up uh time wise uh, for reasons i won't get into it here but that is also deleted on this version of WWE network in the uk as well so i think they kind of band-aid that across across the spectrum if you will um so uh yeah I, I was amazed how easy it is fairly inexpensive works really well on the phone um as far as getting it on say your apple tv or something like that um i believe there is a version of this that you can install on your router i can't imagine you're going to be able to do that on your verizon fios mm. router but if you buy certain ones you probably have a little more to do with that does that the, seem right Chuck? i'm 98 percent sure Newer Apple TVs support VPN. Right, but the I did not see an app for ExpressVPN when I looked. But but, okay. you, but I don't know if the does the app need to exist or is it one of those like you send a file and send. You might to be it. able to send a file or right. send a config to it. The, the one quick, can you do me a favor? Are you are you right now representing yourself as in the UK? On my on phone, phone on my phone currently, yes. Can you open up Google Maps? <laughs> what does it do? What does it do? I wish I had the back still in the system so I could I could pull this up. So I'm hitting Google Maps. It says but I'm that's... here. I mean, I don't know what's supposed. Okay, to so be it's different. not. So it's trying. It's using the yeah, GPS. It's, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering using, if you yeah. turned off. I'm wondering if you turned off cellular and everything else, and you only had the VPN. Going. Would I land up in in the in the middle of uh, of Docklands, UK? Is that what you think is going to yeah, happen? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Well, so here's where I'm going with this is. Hey, can I start to get Pokemon that I can't get uh, in our country? No, you got to fool the GPS at that point. That's not about the country. Yeah, but, but not, not like, every device has a GPS. So right. Like, I mean, an well, iPod Touch doesn't have a GPS. Well, I don't know. Can you do the I? I how does Pokemon work on? I, I'm not aware. I mean, is it it triangulates off the Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, well, I also you think VPNs on that server is it's the server telling you where it's coming from as opposed to location. Like it, it's kind of two different um vectors right yeah but we i've seen this it, it and kraus tell me if if you think i'm a lunatic i've seen this at places like work where you're using like proxy services and you go to google maps and obviously there's no gps so it's like bouncing you off the state yeah. or the location of your pro proxy ingress or egress so right uh, i'm what I'm, I'm guessing I, like i said I'm, I'm wondering if there's a way to full it's on the on. internet if there is yes <laughs> i'm just saying the other thing is i'm i would be super scared about niantic banning me and my oh, account yeah. because i have many a many a pokemon because i i've picked that up recently again um we've been doing pokemon walks at least twice a week so Very cool. i wouldn't want to lose my account okay okay so that's my awesome thing. The ExpressVPN is the awesome thing because I've I've got a chance to play with it, and I'm I'm looking for other things that I can hop into. Um, so well, so if, if if you're coming out of the UK, can't you pick up all the BBC? TV, so yep. I started TV poking at that a little because it's been a while since I tried using iPlayer because I was trying to watch like Sherlock and Doctor Who back in the day, um, before it was a lot easier to watch here, uh, or I watched it when it was like new. 
um, you you do need to log in and with your address, uh, proof of TV license, or purchase a TV license for the UK. So um, that is they are yeah that that's been cracked down in other ways apparently. Can people from outside of the UK then purchase a TV license? I think you can. If okay. It appeared you could. I didn't go through the process because not anything i'm up for going to go going for on the bbc right now um and damn it i'm still trying to justify paying half off price for paramount plus so um so uh, but 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 you could i i i don't know it looks like you could it appears you could. oh fun thing when i signed up for the WWE network it says what country are you in i put the uk and then i still just filled out my american address and it took it sure wow yeah i'm just like no way this works Holy crap, this worked. <laughs> so that's how it is. Um, a Wrestling Mayhem show, I go through the steps of doing this for the for the, the WWE Network. I just did the glossover version now, basically. Uh, but go go check that out. Um, so, Kraus, let's go to you. Let's talk about gaming. Because you started playing something. I also started playing something. And I have a feeling we're going to start talking about a lot more than we were awesome thing of the week. Yeah, the Outriders. Um, it's a gr- new game came to xbox uh game pass uh you know day one mm-hmm. i had not as we had talked earlier i had not heard of this game whatsoever Mm-mm. i literally saw friends playing it and was like hmm, what is that oh look at that it's on game pass download and i started playing it and it's awesome um sci-fi shooter it feels what did we say earlier Uh, like destiny meets mass effect i think you said yes yeah it has some mass effect feels to it okay uh, very cool so i and again similar here i i was everybody was going crazy about it and i'm like all right i'll download it like i was getting recommended and stuff like we'll check i was from square Enix. it's not like a bethesda thing that's actually a big deal right it's a day and date. It's you know full price. It's on every platform, and I think it does have crossplay. Although I think they've been having yes, issues. it does have crossplay. So I start playing this thing, and I don't like. I watched a little bit of like the launch trailer here as I was loading because the first load time was like pretty long on my old original Xbox One. Uh, so, um, so I didn't know about the superpowers part of it. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm going around I'm like, oh, this is a nice lush environment. Okay, I could get into this. And then like all hell breaks loose. Yeah. I've only played up to like, basically I paid, I played through basically the, the prologue of the game and got to like the hub world where you do the uh, multiplayer stuff. And I just, that's where I ended at that time. Um, and, and by the way, my playthrough is over on the Sorgatron uh, Twitch page if you want to see any, any little bit of that. Um, because you wake up and it's just like everything is is madness and you're on a new world and it, it's it's pretty good it's, it's a fun it's a fun shooter um i want to say i don't want to say in the style of gears of war like that's what i think of because you have that kind of duck and cover gameplay going on yeah there. there's cover co- yeah there's cover system to it so yeah there, i can see that too but uh yeah so it's uh it's interesting and and, and what did we talk about it's um um it's not a game I would have dropped money for. I would have been excited enough to do that, but it's on Game Pass, so I'm going to dive into it. Exactly. It's one of those games where you go, would I purchase this? Probably not, but it's there, So let's and my friends are all playing it, so let's play it, you know? Right. Is there is there, a, is there any single-player mode, or it's finish the prologue and it's all 
multiplayer. No, I believe you can go through the whole game on your own, John. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the headlines or I saw. Or just with friends. The headlines I saw were like, uh, you can play this through one player, but why would you? <laughs> so, so, so the other one that's big that's now become very big in our house. Does it support multiplayer split screen? I never thought I would ask that question in my life. I don't honestly know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that answer. I can look. We have because Google I'm surprised at how many games do do and it's it's like fifty fifty. It's it's like I'm surprised at some games that don't support multiplayer split screen, and then I'm surprised at other games that do support multiplayer split screen. So. John, you, you know never I know. have an Xbox One Day One we, edition, right? We I, no, but here's the problem: we have one on the, we have two in our house as well, right? But we want to play in the same room, sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. old school, man. No, 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 no. I need to, I need to, I need to set up the three TV model, no, like, like covered no, on the show. Kraus, Kraus, you're missing a key element. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Chilla, you're missing a key element. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was missing a key element that I, I think we brought up before you got on uh, on the pre-show. You don't need another TV. One, you got a million screens there. You got tablets, you got iPads. Yeah. All you got to do is prop up your iPad on the coffee table, sir, or whatever, however but that works for so you. Small. What do you mean it's so? <laughs> what do you? I got, I got. You see, got... Wait, 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 wait. a 4K. Does big badass Chilla don't have a, 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 an iPad Pro sitting around because playing Rocket League on this thing on NVIDIA uh, GeForce Now is fantastic for me. Yeah. Okay. I have. I wonder how. What would be the easiest one to take? I mean, you got things. Get some duct tape have, and strap no, the, I mean, I have, strap I have the damn 30, thing to your face. <laughs> I have a I have a thirty two inch four K spare panel back there. Just um, just hanging around. It's go, literally hanging on then, the wall. Then grab a laptop. Grab a PC. I want to grab laptop. the laptop. I want to grab that that one. The the big. 32 inch 4k no no bring your 42 your 32 inch 4k well, you're gonna up. plug an xbox bring your it, plug your okay i was gonna say without <laughs> you like uprooting the xbox okay just do it well the, so the funny part is the one that's upstairs never gets barely gets turned on right well but, there you go now you so i can bring the other on. one down you bring yeah. it i can bring the other one down i'm and, just saying if you're like i don't want to have to disconnect and move things throughout my house like no i'm just you gonna can put a stream stack to a device there. I sit there when Missy needs to watch something on Netflix and I come in halfway through after finishing these shows and I'm like, I'm just going to sit here with my phone and an Xbox controller and I'm going to play my Xbox games on remote from the Xbox and that's fine. That's, that's a beautiful fine. thing. I'm going to be, I'm going to play Donut County and just chill. Okay? Just chill. We, we have done it where one person's on a Switch and one person's on a TV. I'm going to play some Rocket League and just chill right here. Okay, mm-hmm. just we're with like which, but it's an eight plus, so it's a bigger phone screen, but it's been pretty pretty fantastic. So, um, okay, <laughs> I, I want to get back to Game Pass and, and some of the things because I mean Outriders, of course, was a big standout for that this past week, but of course, um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot more happening there as far as that goes. So, uh, but before we get down, we we'll give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got something here. Wow. He had to get up. Look at that. Look at that. I can show you. Whoa. I can Look show out. you. I don't have my in person on right now. 
No, we got um. Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> actually brought a pizza in here because uh, we do have a guest coming here later this evening uh, for the Wrestling Mayhem show. We're we're slightly starting to bring people in, but there it is. Your slice on Broadway. Hold on, visualize, visualize it, visualize it, smell it through the through your internets. Oh, there I'm you hungry. go. The smell o vision. I hope that was on the camera. I couldn't see it. Um, but uh, we talk about our friends there in New York City style. Yins are made. Oh, I just ran out of breath there doing that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. It's been a long day, guys. It's not, it's not like I've been sitting all day. Uh, so, uh, and also we talked about, hey, look, there's, there's the stuff right there. There's the oath. There is the official oath of the SOB slice on Broadway. I didn't realize those initials. Um, I, insert name here, swear to eat the pizza, the whole pizza and nothing but the pizza. I may have had those nights. Um, so... But of course, we talk about. I want to give you part five of our six-part series. What's on the box? You see right there. There, uh, the uh, steal one of our ideas, share your own. Tag slice on Broadway. What to do with your pizza box after you're done eating the delicious insides? Don't eat the probably delicious from holding it outsides of the cardboard. That's probably not, cannot recommend that. We're no doctors on this show, but uh, number five of our six-part series: store your socks inside your. Inside, so your feet can always smell like pizza. Okay. All right. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, so there, yeah, I never got that far, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go, our friends. A slice on Broadway. Sliceonbroadway.com. Four locations. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and North Hills, I believe, is open by now. I need, a, I need to check on that, uh, our North Hillers here in Pittsburgh. But go check them out. They've been supporting the show for a good long time here on the awesome cast in Sorgatron Media. So I'm going to put this pizza box back. And Kraus, I want you to tell me about some of this uh, Game Pass news. Just pick one and I'll fill in. Okay, the Game Pass news. Um, MLB The Show what? is coming day and day to Game Pass. What? And by the way, that is a game that was built by Sony. <gasps> <laughs> How about them apples? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you just got to wonder, the people that own or are in that ecosystem, are they kicking themselves for being there? I don't know. I don't know. If well, they're... Oh, go ahead. Wasn't, wasn't Sony caught saying that the Game Pass was unsustainable and it would never work and... yes. There was like a couple couple comments they made about how the, the the model just wouldn't wouldn't be sustainable, and now they're moving well over. No, they, I mean they're doing it themselves, and they're moving over to other people's versions of it. So, so we need to qualify that a moment um, because Sony. Um, we talked about this a little bit on the pre-show at length, but um, there is something about the deal with MLB. So if you pull this up when it comes out later this month it, and you pull up MLB The Show 21 on your Game Pass, it will not say it's published by Sony. It will say it's published by MLB. The deal for Game Pass was made by uh, with between Microsoft and MLB, supposedly. Okay? So this is something about the Major League Baseball license that made this happen. Not necessarily a Sony decision. Probably fought it, but whatever provision in that, you know, and I don't know if there's a lot of Major League Baseball games. I don't know. Is this the only one? How Madden's the only football game, right? Um, but being that, you know, there were there's maybe something where it's like this has to be across platforms, and that's 
potentially what led to this. So, so it's not just a Sony has given up, throwing their hands up. It's also a, you know, MLB is involved, and that's probably a bigger entity than most of these guys. So, I just think it's very interesting, though, the whole idea that this game is going to come out day and date, mm-hmm. and and you're seeing that more and more, you know, with Game Pass. Um, it's just it's such a value, you know. I know we've talked about it before. And especially if you buy your Xbox, your new Xbox, through their whole program, you know, I don't even think about this now for two years. I don't think about Xbox Live. I don't think about Game Pass. It just all happens. It's all rolled up into one, you know, monthly bill that I get from the finance company and I pay my bill and it's done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. I've played so many games now that I probably, like we said earlier, games that I probably would have never played before mm-hmm. because I would have never spent the money on them. Because, oh, hey, I see a friend playing this game. Let me go see what this game is. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Let me just download it. The next uh, thing you yeah. know, I'm playing it. Yeah, and I love that <laughs> idea where you're like, hey, my friends are playing this. Is this something I, I have in my collection? Like, that's right. awesome. Yeah, it's been, it's been, and I've been, like I said, I've been doing the points and just dumping in the games I never would have taken a moment with, even sitting there on Game Pass. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this game. Maybe I'll stick with it. Maybe I'll come back later down the road. Who knows, right? So. And if you really hate it, you uninstall it and try something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if so, you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Have you have you tried Subnautica? Yes, uh, I've I've really enjoyed that one. What was Very called? good game, and I, that's one I would have never played, never tried out, had yeah. someone not recommended it to me, and the fact that it was free, so or what, rolled up into the game. It was sub. Places. What was it called? Subnautica. 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 Is that one that just came out? No, no it's, it's been out for a while, and it and it's on PC too. I think it's it may have started as a PC game. I ported. think it did start. Oh, as Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. And I will say, I would guess if you have Game Pass Ultimate, it's a little easier to play on the PC than it is on. Oh wow. um, this is pretty wow. Xbox. So it's like an undersea um, um, adventure, kind like of a thing? survival adventure. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you crash I landed. I wish you did multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That would be cool, and I heard they they came out with like, is it a sequel or a additional patch? Well, this says a sequel to it, but it also still said Seaworthy is apparently the uh, expansion sequel kind of thing. So, oh, okay. um, but well, the yeah. Below Zero is not the one I think that it, it was the original. Mm-hmm. I have like it was just what's still to, to like dive into something like that. And, and big news as far as that because there's that, and then Arca- uh, Apple Arcade had a tremendous update this past week. Uh, on Friday, they dropped up. They were up to 180 plus games. Now, c- damn them for getting me back into threes. You remember threes, the tile mm-hmm. number game? They they released they released through Apple Arcade, Monument Valley, Threes, Fruit Ninja, and a bunch of other classic games. Uh, Cut the Rope remastered as part of it, but all the ones that are just like basically the same game, but with like a plus by it. It's for Apple Plus, uh, Arcade Plus, or whatever. Um, they're the same game. My save games are still there from when I played threes and got a high score of like 9,000 something, right? So, damn you for bringing it back to my attention. But also, they have uh, a game from the Final Fantasy creators. Um, they have a, a version, we'll say a version of uh, NLB. I'm sorry, get my letters messed up. NBA 2K um, Arcade Edition which is great because I'm not really into the simulators. Um, it's got some wild, 
good looking stuff on here uh, from some some great um, some great uh, 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 developers. So I mean, it, it's it's nothing that's like a real like you know, it's not a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog or anything like that. You know, big brand stuff. But if you're just like, I want to watch, I want to play some wild new games. This is kind of the place to be. Uh, one of them that I've been playing, other than threes, damn you, is uh, one that came out last week called Wonderbox. <laughs> it's called The Adventure Maker. It is kind of think. Do you remember that game Fez, where everything was kind of like a square spinning level kind of situation? It's like that. It's kind of that platformer kind of thing, but a little more, um, you know, adventure uh, kind of area. And I think I think what they're showing, I think you can actually build some of these levels. You know, it's got a, you know, it looks great, plays great on the phone, uh, you know, both in touch with the controller. I was think I was playing with it a little bit on my uh, Apple TV as well. And, and the whole, you know, the whole idea is you go through the path and then like you spin the level and you can find like other secret passages and, and things like that. Like everything's like on this like floating box of a thing. Uh, I am now a cat, by the way, uh, <laughs> playing this thing. And there's a frog too, look at them. Uh, so Wonderbox is, was the one I've been playing. But um, again, it's just, just a lot of cool stuff for Discovery there. Speaking of Discovery, there's a Star Trek game. It's like an RPG game. It looks like one of those games that you would be like, it looks like a game that should have uh, freemium options to it. Like I should have gems and here's all the characters like the power Rangers game or the dragon ball game where like, here's all the characters and, and, but you gotta like upgrade and buy them and stuff. Right. It's like that, but it doesn't have the annoying freemium stuff to it. It's like this weird kind of uh star Trek RPG, you know, final fantasy looking RPG kind of uh, turn base uh, situation. So, so yeah, Apple arcade has been really, really bumping up and, it's a lot right now for five bucks. If you got, if you have an Apple device, you know, especially if you got bigger screens like an iPad or an Apple TV, it's really worthwhile. And just throw an app, uh, Xbox controller on there, and you're good to go. So, have you have you played this? Uh, what is it? Skate Park? It, I think it's just called Skate Skate City, maybe. It's basically the it's sk- skate. It's Skate City. Skate City. That yeah. was. That was pretty cool. Yes. And then um trying to see here. Mini Motorways has been a good one for me. Um uh I you know just diving into the other random things. Uh and again uh, Lego Brawls is still fun they're during in pirate mode right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic World level that's been a, a lot of fun lately. Um, but the Skate City game, that was one. I think that's one from the uh, Aldo's Adventure uh, group, right? Uh, we we actually found it when we were in the Apple Store not too long ago. Yeah, and it's um, and it was on the it was on the device. It was on one of the devices there. Christopher was playing. Oh it. yeah, that's one they definitely put over. They, 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 their Apple Arcade display is pretty tremendous. I was there when I was getting my um, my. Uh, uh, I actually got my battery replaced in my in my eight plus. So uh, I'm I'm trying to last at least until the next one, and uh, I've had this phone, Chilla. I've ha- I've had this phone for three years. This is the last one. This is the same year the X came out, right? And uh, and I played an ungodly amount <laughs> for it because you know I I just it's it's got ha- it's got like two fifty six of uh, uh, gigs on it. It's got you know whatever high end camera they had at the at the time and everything. And I was like, damn it, I'm gonna uh, fifty bucks to get another six months out of this thing. I'm in. It gave me three and a half years with the same phone. That's ridiculous, and I still don't feel. Oh, that's not bad for a battery at all. It, it, yeah, well, I, I'm right on the edge. So 
So Missy got the X at the same time I did, which was that was the choices at the time, right? Of the new phones. Mm-hmm. Um, starting with the X and basically everything that that's form factor on there, it was fifty bucks for um, basically eight plus and below, and then it is seventy for everything else that's an X and up, which is still isn't bad. That's still not bad. Still not bad. I obviously run mine probably a little harder than hers does, so I don't think she needs it. But it was just, I'm traveling. I don't want to take this to an airport, and the thing's not going to last, right? So that that was basically the the only motivation for that. Batteries are my issue. I took my MacBook in because the battery was swelling again. Like Batteries are always my issue, as long as I'm not dropping my phones in the toilet again, like I did those years ago. But uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, what else we got to talk about? I think that's it video games wise. Uh, Among Us is going to get 15 player lobbies and new art style. I think a new level came out there. I got to get I got to get an Among Us party going again. It's been a it's been about a month or two since we've been doing that. I have that game installed, but I've never played it. Oh, speaking of parties, Kraus, we need to make that happen. There was there was a new there was a new level, and I think it launched on some other system first, but it just came to mm-hmm. iOS in the past. I think the week. airship. So I had to. I, I actually had to pay it. You know, the, they'll nickel and dime you any way they can, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had to pay a dollar. I either had to give up some of my social security information, or I had to pay a dollar. What? So I could validate Christopher on Among Us. What? Because of his birthday. Really? Yes. Okay. So like, I had to like it. it prompted me on his device for my email address then they sent an email from whatever the company was i actually went and validated it and it was like are you approving your child for you had to check two boxes it was about text chat and um name um like naming your character because it's free form text and you had to sign off on those as a parent but then I had to prove that I was of age. Uh, and the only way to do it was through a social security check or um, I guess they figure you're old, if you're old enough to have a debit card, credit card, you're old enough to validate. So it, I, had to, I had to pay a dollar. It feels wild to me to for any any video game to request your social security number. <laughs> so That was the one that I did not feel comfortable with. I'm like, I can give them a randomly generated credit card number mm. um, that will never work again. But I can't, I can't imagine what it takes to change your social security. Number. No, I, yeah, I think you can, but good, good luck. Real ID was, was, was a hassle for, for my wife. You know, I can't imagine social security number. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? E3 is happening. Chilla. Right. Yeah. So I, I noticed that today. And um, interestingly enough, so E3 has announced they will be online only. Okay. Um, and they will be open f- to the public for free to virtually attend from June 12th to 15th. Um, Microsoft and or yeah, Microsoft and Nintendo um, have uh, stated they will be a part of it. Um, there's some other companies: Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two Interactive, Warner Brothers amongst others, um, saying that they'll be part of the lineup, but there's some definite notable omissions. Sony, EA, which I'm surprised if with EA's, maybe Microsoft will 
speak to some of the EA stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they 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 can just kind of piggyback some of those announcements with with their partnerships, right? At that point. Yeah, and Blizzard has their own, so that's no big surprise to me. Um, Square Enix, which you know they've been struggling, so I'm surprised they're not going to do something. Um, Sega and Bandai Namco. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for this. I'm hoping we get some good Nintendo news along with, I was bummed this week that, or just in the last couple of days, the new Star Wars Skywalker saga has been delayed indefinitely, um, which for as far along as they are with that, I'm surprised, but um, they said they're not going to make their original intended spring release. So mm. hopefully to get updates on that, as well as maybe some uh, Metroid It's surprising too that so many of these people canceled, especially with it being digital. Like mm-hmm. you think it would save them some money to not have to put up the big booth and all that stuff. You well, know? it's kind of it's probably like a cost benefit thing because I think as we're seeing with things like you know WWDC just got announced right last year, last week and that's going to be all digital once again. And I think I think what you're finding is a lot of these guys you know going to E3 even in a digital platform is you're going to be there making your announcements alongside everybody else making their announcements. And they're, everybody's been doing their own pre-recorded live stream from their website kind of thing. Ubi, Ubisoft, I know, has been doing that. Nintendo's been doing it before it was cool, uh, or at least required. <laughs> so, um, damn it, they had puppets versions of Reggie uh, in, their, in their videos. I, I think they're, they're determining, it's like, hey, if we do like a live video announcement on a random Tuesday that nobody else is doing anything... We control a news cycle versus competing with everybody else for the week of E3. Like it's so they get buried in the noise. Yeah, it's like it's a cost benefit, and now you're fighting the noise. You know, I mean, there's a little bit of like raw raw that goes along with it, but uh, but it, it it's it's not about the cost of the booth at that point. It's about the it's about the ROI. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, but uh, return on investment for those that may not know. Uh, but uh, so we actually have, we actually talk about it over on the Mindfulness podcast. That's it's usually a startup thing. Uh, so, um, but yeah, it, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. All right, I see we are running up against our recording time here. So I'm going to let if we have enough time to kind of fit them in, Kraus or Chilla, Kraus, uh, uh, let's go with you first. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, pull up a story you want us to talk about here. Well, you know what? I actually wanted more of everybody's input. I don't know if you guys saw, but Microsoft, you know, in amongst all the announcements and the COVID and all that stuff, but Microsoft decided that they're going to delay going back into the office until September 7th. Really? Yes. Wow. And I was shocked by that. Not only that, I, I was just curious what every, like even our listeners, what they think about the whole work from home situation. Yeah. Did- did you see the ZDNet article about Microsoft did a an analysis of their own uh-huh. corporate culture uh-huh. and what was going on with their work from home? 
No. So that that was about like how the meetings went up and everything like that, right? Because so there was that one, but no, they okay. did one more research. So are you are you talking about where they were going to do? They did virtual. They they kind of pitched virtual. It, it was talking about since this um the, the, the time in meetings um went up and everything uh you know like 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 the work like whatever you could measure on their system went up productivity wise like a, a, in a measurable sense as far as like time on meetings time on computer time on emails time in workspace like those kinds of things uh improved across the board yeah, this this is actually um if you go down to item 17 um i just copied the article from zdnet in there um and it's pretty much microsoft re revealed the latest truths about working from home and one is truly disturbing um, if you go into the article, 52% of work is being done between 6 p.m. and midnight mm. um, from a work trending. Per but that doesn't mean that it's not 100% of people on before 6. Pretty much what they're saying is people are working ridiculously long hours. Oh, is it long or is it is it? You know, parents it's not shift based, or, it's, or is it parents that are avoiding actually getting stuff done when their kids are asleep? I that's not the way they made it sound. Okay. Um. In fact, currently, Microsoft Research says thirty-seven percent of employees say companies are making them work too hard. Thirty-seven percent, and then they're estimating another thirty-seven percent are worried their responses will get back to their bosses. <laughs> um. And then 41% admitted they wanted to find a new employer. Interesting. I'm guessing there's some, some concern around, you know, are we in the clear? I think there's some concern around, are there people, to your point, parents that if there's no, if school is not in person and mm -hmm. everything is kind of not back to normal, there's a parent problem. Um, there's caring for loved ones problem. I mean, I think there's, there's still numerous problems out there that just haven't been a hundred percent solved. Yeah. But then I think there's some other psychological slash managerial items that need to be figured out before you work re return to the workplace. Yeah. Uh, Ponder's in the chat room and he's saying about how, how going back will be weird, especially depending on the vaccination situation. He says, uh, he's thinking fear work work because you just survived the layoffs just last year that's the other thing everybody's like oh god i still have a job i need to make sure i keep it and they're putting in the extra time right so and also you know i mean chilla you've you've worked from home for a bit here and i think you you were before the pandemic uh across i don't know if you were but you know i mean myself i mean i've been doing it for 10 years and there's that um there's a muscle that you have to flex in um compartmentalizing things when you work from home and your home space is not your workspace your your home space is your workspace and that just like kills the barrier situation um and now a lot of people just got thrust into that and a lot of those people are not going to fare well with that or it, apparently have not been faring well with that with their work life balance in mm -hmm. that you know fantasy world yeah i like i said i was more curious than anything else cuz like you said, I was working from home. Oh gosh, I have to think now. It's been a while. Um, three days a week on a on a re pretty regular basis before the whole pandemic thing, and then mm -hmm. so I just went to five days a week from home. Mm -hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong, the monotony of it all does get a little crazy. You know, 
I wake up in the morning, I go downstairs, I work, I come upstairs, I'm not working, and then I go to yeah, watch a little TV, then I go to bed, and like literally Monday through Friday, I don't leave my house usually, you know. So I get that, and as a person, you know, I've had my first COVID shot. I think have we all now had our first shots? Uh, yeah. I had my first one today, and I don't. I have my second one on the twenty seventh. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, once I have the shot, I probably wouldn't mind going back into the office. I, I you know, I I ride public transportation, so that might make me a little more hesitant to go back into the office. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I guess you know it's going to happen one of these days, right? Right, right, right. And and you know, and I don't know at what point. Yeah, I mean, at least you know you're protected, or you're, or hopefully, like like I'm at, I'm at the point where like most people around me have it, you know have have, have yeah. A but don't forget, just because you have the shot doesn't mean you can still get COVID. Right, right. It's not a hundred percent or anything like that. Right. There's always a chance. So I mean, I'm getting the shot, and then I'm traveling to Tucson, Arizona for a job. So right. like you know, it's not like we're gonna just gonna be throwing our masks off and and stuff. But uh, you know, but if it's a you know. Uh, and, and everybody's doing the math here, uh, you know, playing devil's advocate, of course, you know, it's like everybody's saying, hey, we've done these mitigations. There's going to be a version of these mitigations in our in our offices that we've already been doing. Um, everybody knows how to do this, you know, whether it's part time days or whatever the case may be. Uh, so I and, and some of the some of the. Um, sorry, giving a door code to somebody, uh, uh, some of the. Some of the offices are going to want people in sooner than others because that's just what they want, right? For for whatever they do. So I, I mean, that's going to be a battle. That's definitely going to be a battle. So it'll be interesting to see. I think it's smarter to push things back. We're starting to let people into the studio here. That's a decision we're making, but very limited. You know, it's like we. Yeah, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't plan on giving up the mask anytime soon. No, no, me neither. Me neither. And there's a there's a disagreement on that in my own household. So. <laughs> You know, and I'll be honest with I, you. If nothing else, I ha- you know, knock on wood. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't been sick. Yeah, since I started wearing a mask. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. 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 And uh, well, yeah, and then of course I had my bout, but who knows where I got it from? You know, it could have been yeah a job I had. You know that you know wasn't terribly taking you know taking precautions enough, or or it could have been. You know, somebody I was in the checkout line counter with at uh, at, uh, at Cheats. Who knows? So, right. You know. All right. That point. I think you guys both brought up a story there as part of that. <laughs> so, uh, Chilla at Chilla on the Twitters. Uh, you'll be you'll be talking about stuff. I'll be asking you about VPNs as I'm playing with stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I'm, I'm. I'm. Do they do they have like a free trial? Even like a couple day free trial? For you get you ex- get a. You get a kickback if you sign me up. So like I, I did apply for the affiliate because I was going to put the affiliate link on the video that I put up just in case, you know, it does well. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's a free trial situation. I, check the Twit ad. That's the worst okay. thing to say. <laughs> don't check, check our podcast. ad. Check the Twit ad. I, I'm, I'm sure that's they got something going on. how this works, Sorg. This is why I lean on Patreon because I can't sell shit. Okay? So it's that's, that's, that's how this... Whoops. Wrong show. Uh, so... Uh, Crazy Crowds on the Twitters. That would be me. And I think it's also your game tag on Xbox as well, Yes, right? it is. There it's my go. gamer tag on Xbox. There you if go. If anybody wants to play, let's hit me up. 
be his friend and play some That's Outriders. Right. Hopefully, get a crew. We're talking about like I, I need some. I need a buddy on Xbox to play Outriders with. And he's like, yeah, that's great. I'm like, I want to tell you, I got weird hours. And he's like, well, well I you still know got... you got Chilla times two now, so we that's like a full team right there. That's true. It's a Ooh, Chilla that's house. True. You know that is true. We have to. We have to. Hey, yeah, yeah. We, so we're if you're if you're throwing together a um. Oh, what was the game you were talking about earlier? Outriders? Outriders? Or Among uh, Us? Among Us. Um, Among Us or the, the car slash oh, soccer the, game um, or whatever. So I want to put this out there because we did this in, Rocket in League. soccer game, Rocket League. So yeah, we, yeah if, you're, if you're throwing that around, I mean, we'll definitely jump well, into that. Well, of course, we got our Slack, but I, we, we'll put this out there. We started this over on Wrestling Mayhem Show. We started a Discord server for our Wrestling Mayhem Show Patreon supporters. So if our Patreons out there would like something similar on Awesome Cast, if nothing else to coordinate things like Among Us in, in Rocket League, like yeah, let great. us know. I mean, like we're all on Slack, so we can do it within our own circle here. But you know, but I, I you know, we can open that up to a Patreons. That, you know, it could be an extra benefit, maybe. Um, so, so I think that definitely needs to happen. Not this week. Not this week. But. <laughs> I say, hey, let's get together. By the way, it's WrestleMania week every freaking night, and I have to go to Michigan this week. Uh, (laughs) So uh, one day when I have time again. It's going to take another pandemic, I know. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you guys had a lot of fun. Please let us know your thoughts on a lot of the stories that we have throughout the night. Thank you, Amanda and Podner, and everybody else that's been checking out in the live stream throughout the night. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll... uh, Oh, (laughs) Hopefully we'll have stories of the uh, uh, Build-A-Bear Animal Crossing coming up when uh, Katie comes back. We should have Amanda on next week, too. Amanda, that's your invite. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Thank (laughs) you. You are awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.